the Wrestling Is For Girls podcast is now in your city. Ooh! We, we've been on a bit of a hiatus the last little while. Um, illness. I lost one of our family pets. I mean, I didn't actually lose her. She passed. Um, I had shoulder surgery. So there's just been a lot of things happening over the last few weeks. The holidays were upon us, but we are back. Better and than some ever. might argue better than ever. Um, today's show is going to be a little bit different just because uh, the last week wrestling was on its own little hiatus for the holidays. So we're picking up today with Raw Day 1. So next show we'll talk about, we'll get back onto our Raw and SmackDown rotation. But today it's just going to be Raw. How you doing, Abigail? I mean, I'm excited because... It's just raw, Oos. <laughs> it's just raw, Oos. <laughs> I still laugh every time his music starts. Every single me time. Too. I love it and it cracks me up universally. Yeah. Every single time. But I'm excited to talk about day one with you. Me too. I'm really excited. I didn't really know what to expect. I had forgotten everything that was supposed to be happening during day one. So when they were showing recaps, I was like, oh, that's happening tonight? Okay. Oh. So we had some championship matches. We had some hilarity. So let's dive right in. The show opens with Michael Cole and Mr. Abigail in the ring talking about what an amazing show it's going to be. (laughs) Truly incredible way to begin the new year in the tackiest suit he's ever worn. Looking like like Santa. Yeah, it was like this weird (laughs) red color. It was not good. It was like Uh, ocean caught salmon versus farm salmon. Mm, it was Santa Wade. Mm-hmm. So they just did a lot of hyping, which was kind of weird. I don't know. It, it was fine, but weird. Yeah. yeah, it's not what we're used to, right? That's not how we do things. Yeah, I'm wondering. I don't think they're changing much up. I have to say that there's going to be some times, and I mentioned this to you, I think, at some point today, where I feel like I complain a lot about about the wrestling that we watch um Mm -hmm. because obviously right like i have a lot of opinions about how i think things should be done yeah were i running a wrestling show i'm sure i would fuck a lot of things up so um i'm just gonna preface that because they were i just have a lot of questions about things and i i want to talk to you about what they're gonna do with some people so Mm -hmm. we'll hit those things as we go through but the show opens after this spectacular ring whatever that was <laughs> Becky and Nia Jax which is a match five years in the making apparently that I don't was anyone waiting for this match I don't know that I was particularly um, waiting for this match I was not waiting for this match I've never been waiting for Nia Jax to do anything in her entire life so yeah um <laughs> what did you think um Okay, so I thought that by Nia Jax standards, this was mm-hmm. not a bad match. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm real bummed out that she won, though. Real yeah, bummed th- out. It's going to be a thing, right? This is going to be a thing. Yeah, we're going to keep doing this. Yeah. I don't... They kind of keep talking about like how she's squashing everyone and she's really powerful. Do you think they're going to push her toward Rhea? I hope not. I mean, if she's on Raw, though, that's kind of what we're... Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it right now. If Nia Jax wins the Women's Royal Rumble, <laughs> I am going to throw my house into the street. We might have to just quit the podcast because we won't be able to watch wrestling anymore. <laughs> no, it's over. Um, she will not only toss 30 women over the top rope, she will toss all of my hopes and dreams over the top rope. Like, if she, if someone else beats Rhea, and there's only an acceptable few people and then and then naya beats that person i won't i won't quit but if naya beats Rhea for the title i'm quitting well and it's like will naya beat Rhea for the title or will naya like injure and or disable (laughs) Rhea for the title because that's not really what i'm looking for i was worried i every time she wrestles it's like when um ridge holland wrestles i'm terrified every time i'm just like someone's gonna get hurt Becky ends the match bloody. She's got a bloody mm-hmm. face again. I don't know where the blood was coming from exactly. Perhaps capsules. I'm not sure. Because I wasn't real sure about that either. 
it just looked like it was there all of a sudden it was weird mm -hmm. um god i didn't even think of capsules do they really do that still i have no idea i don't know oh. now i want to know i have so many so many questions mm -hmm. well i would like to move on from this match because it was not the most exciting thing but a very exciting thing is cody rhodes yeah um I, I hated the shirt he had on. I told you that Monday night. This like, I want to just pause on the camouflage thing. Just mm -hmm. let's, we don't need to do it anymore. I support that. I mean, in the nineties, camo was big. And yeah. I think we can let go of it now. Like, look, mm -hmm. one of my huge dilemmas as Cody Rhodes, number one fan <laughs> is that I don't like any of his merchandise and yet I, I want it. And I am the proud owner <laughs> of the Navy blue uh cody rhodes hoodie with the white and red stripe around the bottom that is truly hideous <laughs> the inside of the hood is a literal american flag i haven't seen that hoodie you should have brought it on the trip oh my gosh so oh i just got it it was christmas present oh okay i didn't even um, know that okay i have a metal <laughs> tumbler which i believe you've seen i love that i have seen that that's lovely it's all so tacky and i'm just like i love this because it's cody stuff but would i purchase this if it were anyone out no no jay jay i i might purchase but like look okay i'm wearing a jay Uso shirt right now and it's classy it's stylish it's got a palm that's tree oh that's the main event shirt okay yeah. the one i asked for for my birthday is just the yeet shirt so oh don't worry i have that one too we are well stocked in this house <laughs> so excited i really I'm going to be saying, I'm just really going to lay the uh, hints on thick with spouse and be like, look, just, you know, wouldn't I look nice in this shirt? I think it's a great idea that I have this shirt. I'll just, you know, if there's one gift it. you give this year, honey, make yeah. it the eat shirt. Exactly. It's the yeet that keeps on yeeting. Mm -hmm. So Cody is locked in this, as we are reminded, um, antagonism with Shinsuke. Mm -hmm. which is very similar to the antagonism between Shinsuke and Seth Rollins. But I'm still enjoying it because I love mad Shinsuke. Um, Same. The illustrations of his promo were still so cool. I think it's just like the coolest thing. All of his videos are insane. Mm-hmm. So they're going to fight next week. So like... This raises one of the questions I have, and it might it might touch on some of the other things we're going to talk about. But like, what are they going to do with Cody? They have they have so many huge people right now. I know. What are they going to do with everybody? I have no idea what they're going to do. Um, you know, this is a crazy time of year too because we're leading up to the Royal Rumble, mm -hmm. which means we're looking at having some surprise returns. Although last year's Rumble, very disappointing in terms of surprise returns. Yeah, it really was. Nia Jax came back. She sure did. So like I said. <laughs> so weird. Like, I can't believe that was a year ago. Wow, okay, anyway. I know, but if we're looking at like deepening the roster a little, it's like, guys, guys, it's bursting. It's like a bag of microwave popcorn just blowing itself open right now. It's going to start burning any second. I think mm -hmm. that's the thing. So it's like they have Randy. Randy's back. We got Roman Reigns. We have Cody. We have Seth, right? Those are kind of the big four. CM Punk. Let us not he, forget. He's on SmackDown though, right? Uh, yes, but Royal Rumble is like. Yes. Yeah. So it's like who the, like CM Punk wins the Rumble, right? Probably. I'm guessing. I don't know. But then like what happens to Cody? I'm scared that Cody's going to get like shunted to the side for CM Punk. And that's a real bummer. So this like shunting thing has been a real concern of mine because I'm worried that Jay Uso will get minimized in the interest of this stuff. I'm worried that Cody will get minimized on the classic. Like everyone loves him. We don't need to do a lot with him. Yep. Um, although, and I don't remember if we've talked about this before, so you have to forgive me talking about this before. Um, but I do have this minor fantasy where someone steps in the way of Cody finishing his story with Roman and he just goes absolutely batshit. Oh, you haven't talked about this. And starts being a mega heel being like, look, it's nothing personal. I have to finish the story. So I have to do whatever it takes and just starts acting like an absolute lunatic comic book villain. 
That would be great. Mm-hmm. And I think he'd be really good at that. Well, I mean, Stardust was <laughs> pretty loony. Yeah, it was pretty comic booky. So, and I enjoyed I enjoyed Stardust. Yeah, everybody but Cody enjoyed Stardust. I know, poor Cody. That was a rough time. Oh my god. But yeah, so I guess that's the I would accept that. But I. I'm also a little worried not to get like way far afield here, but um, Andrade El Idolo just finished his um, contract with AEW and is apparently coming right back to WWE. Well, and AEW is hemorrhaging people at the moment. Right. And I'm very worried that when he comes back, any plans we might have had for Santos are going to get shunted in favor of Mr. Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Which is going to make me blow a gasket yeah it's not enough we have all these nepo babies now we got damn nepo husbands yeah come on and that's no reflection on andrade i always liked andrade when he was around but yeah i never had any strong feelings about him one way or the other but i didn't dislike him so yeah um i didn't i don't think i watched him a ton when he was around anyway so i mean that's yeah all the you you make salient points right like there's too much happening. I don't know what they're going to do. Tack on another hour to Raw. I don't know. I know we're no. going to see no. another WrestleMania with like 10 main events because, you know, main events have no meaning anymore. WrestleMania is actually a two-week Hunger Games-like process now. <laughs> I would watch that. It's like the Olympics. It just runs for 10 days, whether you're ready or stay not. at your house forever. That would be amazing. Please do. Just move in. <laughs> That's what's happening. Uh, a like live stream. Listeners, there's going to be a convergence of the podcast. I look like I'm making a timeout symbol, but I can't lift my arm very high. Or I'm trying to make them join. My hands are trying to join. Don't break your shoulder. Abigail and I are going to converge at her place. I don't know that we'll do any recording there, but we're going to watch WrestleMania together, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be pretty epic. I Super am very excited. Very, very excited for There'll this. be lots of squealing, hand flapping, delicious snacks, cheese curds. Very cheese exciting. Curds. <laughs> well, after Cody looks sad that Shinsuke doesn't want to fight him tonight because he was ready, he came out rip roaring, ready to beat Shinsuke up. We get a little video package reminder about Kofi Claus. <laughs> Um, which was delightful. I freaking love Kofi. Kofi and Jay Uso coming to the rescue to save them, which generated the match that we we're about to see, which is Kofi and Jay versus Imperium, Geo and Ludwig. Once again, my faith in humanity is restored every time Jay Uso comes out for a match because he loves his like pre-match time so much and just like everybody loves it so much and everybody's so happy to see him it's just like the most feel-good thing and i feel like everybody's so happy for jay it's just really nice it is incredible to see your favorites succeed and i just feel like he gets so much genuine love from the fans like you said they're just excited to see him they can't wait Mm -hmm. for him to come out and like I get it. That's how I feel too. And he deserves every bit of it. He really does. Also, it looked like Kofi was sporting some new ring gear. He had shorts on, which I did he used to wear shorts? I feel like No, he I think wear shorts. I think he was wearing the leggings type stuff mostly. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got I, like board shorts. <laughs> I liked them. They were kind of pretty, like the pattern oh. on them was kind of cool. Do you think New Day is just kind of done? I don't know. I mean, I don't, at this point, I think it's really hard to say whether or not Big E is going to wrestle again, but it feels like he's moving on to other opportunities. Man, if I were Big E, I would not wrestle again. No, I I would 100% respect that choice. It would be so terrifying. Yeah. And I don't know, like, what will they do with Xavier and Kofi if they're not New Day? I have no idea. I, I love know. New that Day. scares me too. You know, if there are new opportunities for them, I want them to have them. Yeah, me too. I don't know. It's it's a very worrying time. It's a lot of stress. 
It is. I th- so the match overall was a good match. I think, you know, pretty standard. There's a, th- there's a spot where Geo is apparently injured. Yeah. Poor guy. Is he actually injured? Did you look? Because I remember it happening and I was like, did they say local medical facility? <laughs> no, the way they ended it usually is like, because you know how they were just real quick like, oh, yep, they won. Moving on. We're not going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, he, he did. I can't remember if he got a little like just kind of knocked himself silly because his head kind of get a little concussion. Ring. Okay. So he tweeted apparently afterwards that he was fine. Okay, that's good. So I don't think that, you know, like Jim Uso, he's on the injured reserve list, but (laughs) I think, you know, he needed to get checked out. Yeah. Okay. I, when they showed the replay, I was like, well, it doesn't look like anything broke, but he got hit real hard in the head. And so I was like, maybe he just had a little concussion and they're worried about it. So, yeah. Um, I, I thought it was funny how, like, while the, whoever is tending to geo, like Jay's just like stalking back and forth, like, let me just go pop Ludwig. So why why can't we just kill Ludwig? It seems yeah. fine to me. He's not injured. There's still one workable team member. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. There is one angry European to yet be defeated. Um, so I don't think this is going to turn into like a long-term arrangement between Kofi and Jay, but it was a delight. Yeah, I think it was just to capitalize on the joy of Kofi Claus and the Kofi way Claus that Jay was... so saved Christmas, you know? <sighs> Kofi Claus. I loved Kofi Claus. It's pretty delightful. I hope he comes back next year. Me too. I Maybe if we're nice. Belly and booty. <laughs> he was uh, packing a dump truck for sure. <laughs> I also liked his promotion of eating treats. He was just like, everybody yes. eats treats. Mm-hmm. We need more of that in the world. Some people are trying to shame him for treats. No it's way. nonsense. Not Kofi Claus. No. Let him live. So after this, we have... Ms. TV with Judgment Day. However, kind of sandwiched in between, we have this Ivy Nile vignette. Yes. I will speak more about the Ivy Nile situation once we get to that match. But The Ivy this... Nile situation sounds like a YA book. <laughs> Stay tuned. Coming 2026, the Ivy Nile situation. Nile situation on the CW. It does sound like a YA book. Um, it's, it's like so overdone. And like so dramatic, like it was like a video package that you would have seen like for Cody after he's been involved in this like seven week story. So I feel like their video packages are always overwrought and feel silly to me. I'm like, guys, it's too much. I like, are we really trying to cater to the crowd that has never seen Ivy Nile or women's wrestling before tonight? And we're just going to lay it all out for them so they can understand that she's short, but powerful. And that's a thing. I I just don't. It's always like them working out. It's like, we know they work out. Right. No shit. Look at her arms. Exactly. It's like wrestlers are jacked. We know they work out. Like, I don't know what else you supposed to show them like writing in their journals. I'm not sure. But anyway, riding a horse. um, I found this. I was annoyed to begin with. I was annoyed that the match was even going to happen. So um, I will I will get to that. Later. I can't wait. Not that the match was going to happen, but that it was a championship match. Okay. Mm-hmm. But first, let's talk about Ms. TV and Judgment Day. Pretty special edition of Ms. TV. TBH. Pretty special edition. Ms. comes out in his wrestling gear. Mm-hmm. Telegraphing that he might be doing a little more. I almost wondered if they like needed to fill up some time of the imperium and kofi claus and jay thing ran short and they were like can you get out there and do something funny and he was like yeah i'm the fucking miz of course i can it was a pretty bare bones setup too Mm -hmm. usually there's like nice chairs it was like two chairs and like they had the little rug yeah it was very strange Mm -hmm. um so miz miz is very excited the judgment day is going to be on he introduces the judgment day and they don't really show up but except does. they do mm-hmm. because judgment day member our truth <laughs> comes out to represent. oh great it was everything about our truth is just delightful he's so wonderful and like everything that follows once our truth came out was just like gold just like 
just wonderful moments. He's talking about how he has a lot of roles in the Judgment Day. He's doing PR. He's doing administration. (laughs) And of course, poophead of poopheads, J.D. McDonough has to come out and complain. Yeah. Well, now, to be fair, he did come with a friend. He did. He brought Dom Dom with him. And bring dirty Dom Dom with him. Now, our truth reminds everyone correctly. Correctly, yeah. JD McDonough is not supposed to be in the goddamn Judgment Day anymore, and yet yeah. here he is. Um, I believe the terms of that match were exactly as our truth described them. Now he may be a little discombobulated. He may be asking if little Jimmy is here, but he fully <laughs> understands what happened in that match. And JD McDonough consented to the match. So he did. like hello binding agreement here people i don't know why was it adam pierce he's the raw guy adam pierce come on regulate rules are rules adam pierce yeah um so amongst the very loud boos dominic challenges ms and our truth to a match (laughs) if we get an awesome truth reunion awesome truth i had never heard of awesome truth before somehow i missed this phase of wrestling and it's amazing but here it is for you it's amazing time capsule it's beautiful i love how confused our truth is about the tag situation i love that he accepts on behalf of the judgment Day. yes can we just talk about his wink <laughs> he's trying to communicate to dom that like this is what they're gonna do and he's like wink. Amazing. oh my god amazing so there's a really crucial moment in the match. Do you want to talk about it? I mean, I, I feel like there are a lot of really oh, crucial okay. moments in this match. Like when Dominic knocks over that chair really gently. And then like, <laughs> there's also a moment where my husband says that JD McDonough has the biggest head in the business. I mean, I don't think he's wrong. No, I don't think he is either. But wh- which moment were you referring to? Uh, The crucial moment where our truth has to make an important decision that was really really hard um and it seemed like even though he tried (laughs) to get it wrong he did get it right morally at least yeah (laughs) he channeled hbk Mm -hmm. um and it was beautiful it was a lot of fun it really was it really was a lot of fun it was really nice to see because What I liked about it is that it was comical, but to me, and maybe I'm just because I love them, it wasn't clownish. And I feel like sometimes some of the stuff that's supposed to be funny ends up being clownish, and I don't like it. But I thought this was just like delight after delight after delight. I think that's really fair. I was talking to my husband the other day about how I usually don't like what I would term comedy wrestlers. Mm -hmm. Like, I could not stand Santino Morella just hated his entire run from start to finish. Um, But like in AEW, I really like Orange Cassidy, who's like, everything he does is really funny, but he's also a really good wrestler. So I enjoy watching him wrestle and be funny. And I I think that's the difference here, right? There was also great wrestling and funny bits. Yeah. Kind of works out for me. Yeah. All I could think during this was like, I bet Damien will find all of this hilarious. (laughs) He's doubled over backstage. He loves our truth. I really think he would want to. I think he'd be happy to replace JD McDonough with our truth. Absolutely. He's probably going to do something like buy a bunch of custom made Judgment Day hats and be like, look, JD, yours doesn't fit, but it does fit our truth. So, in the interest of economy, I think, <laughs> got to do what we got to do. I think also JD has like this attitude about being in the judgment day, whereas truth doesn't. He's just like, this is my job. I'm doing my thing. Here I am. He's so happy to like do the PR, file the paperwork, pick up lunch, you know, whatever needs to be done. He's going to do it. Um, I was every time I see our truth when he has on like the the modified judgment day t-shirt that he made every single time i go check the wwe shop hoping that they've added an amazing modified t-shirt because i would buy that t-shirt i would totally buy that t-shirt 100 percent. like just duct tape over 
JD McDonough. Or mm-hmm. actually, I think JD's even on that version of the t shirt. It just says Archer. I don't at think the he is. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so beautiful. I'd support that. So, awesome truth. Reunited. Rides high on day one. I, I'd be happy to see them again. That'd be great. Absolutely. I'm here for an awesome truth reunion run. Like, <laughs> Maybe the Miz tries to extract our truth from the Judgment Day, you know. I wonder if, you know, I still, we still kind of have this semi unresolved, well, I don't know if it's semi unresolved Miz thing about the Intercontinental Championship. I mean, I know he lost, but it's still like, I still want to see him try again, you know? I don't know. Yeah, no, I get it. I do too. Well, after this, this, the pre. Rhea versus Ivy championship match. There's like this weird <laughs> party happening. Apparently it's a congratulations party. Like it was like a flashback to a congratulations party to uh, Caden and Katana for winning the tag championship. They're at some nightclub apparently. And what? Chelsea and Piper show up and are like, that's not happening. We're going to get our titles back. So what the fuck was that weird party? <laughs> A couple weeks ago, they showed them, uh, Caden and Katana, at, like, some big EDM music festival. Okay. And in our household, we were joking about how it looked like they got married at Burning Man. (laughs) And then when they showed this, I was like, this is the after party from their Burning Man wedding. Oh, everyone's like okay. celebrating them, and like yeah. Chelsea and Piper come in, and they're absolutely no fun. It was a very weird segment. Like, guys, this is clearly a conference room you set up. I don't know what to I've say. I've never seen anything like it. It reminded me of those what they love to do at the um, pay per view sometimes, where they cut to Ireland. <laughs> a group of people watching who are very excited about the match happening it's like bullshit those are like the same people in each room yeah cycled yes it was that vibe absolutely except with dancing like they got a bunch of like indie wrestlers to come in and do the club scene yeah and they're gonna do it because they want to get on the show everybody wants probably didn't pay them they better pay (laughs) All right, let's get on to my bitch of the night. Yeah, I'm so curious. I want to hear all about why this upset you so much. So I have no, I like, I have n- nothing against Ivy Nile. She's a good wrestler. The match itself was great. I really it enjoyed really the match. It really was really good. Like, it was a really, it was the best match of the night, I in my so opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. What I was mad about, a few things, which wasn't their fault, but one, this should not have been a championship match. It is insane to me. This was her first one-on-one match. Why does she get to do a championship match? Like, I know sometimes they do this. I know they do. But it's like, that really got my goat. Also, it's a championship match, and they're doing picture in Special K during it. It's like, guys, you're really undermining the importance of these matches by doing picture in pizza, picture in special K, picture in whatever the case may be. It's like, can we just watch the match? It's so awful. Um, and it was a really extended picture in picture. Yes, it was tons like it went of on it. forever. And I'm like, guys, you are squandering what has been the best part of tonight. Yep. So annoying. That I a hundred percent agree with you on. Super awful. So I want to be talked down from my anger about this being a championship match. Like I said, I know they do stuff like this sometimes, but it just felt, ugh. I felt ugh about it. So I feel like, you know, they had an, I think they had an interaction backstage. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, obviously dad or someone is very high on both the Creed brothers and Ivy Nile. Yeah. Um, it is real soon for her to get a championship match. I will say, though, that watching the quality of that match, she absolutely deserves to be promoted, you know? Yes. Yep. Like, she deserves to be out there and getting good matches. Um, yeah. Honestly, my biggest relief, I think I didn't even care if it was title or non-title. 
just because Rhea's been doing so much nothing. I know. And to I see know. her go out and put on the kind of match that you know she's capable of putting on is like really exciting. It is. Also, like when Ivy suplexed her outside the ring and Rhea was like, oh shit, as she went over, that was hilarious. Yeah. She's, well, she's tiny and powerful, right? <laughs> like, she's tiny and powerful. It's crazy what she can do. Um, yeah, I loved the match. Like, it was really good. It was exciting. I really liked watching it. I was just kind of like low level grumbling the entire time. Like, yeah. Championship match. She wins. I'm going to be so mad. You know, I was like, Back what's in his my name day, from? You had to wrestle for two years before you got a championship <laughs> match. Got to pay your dues. Uphill both ways in the snow. <laughs> exactly. Fan food, fighting bears. I think I was just scared. I'm always scared at these championship matches that my faves are going to lose. And I'm like, what if? What if Ivy Nile just became champion? Like, what if? I mean, it is really hard to have your faves lose their title. I totally mm -hmm. get it. But I think we have to steal ourselves that at some point, Rhea <laughs> is going to lose that title. I mean, she wants to go get married sometime in the future. She probably wants some time off. Maybe. Maybe she'll be like Shotzi, get married and show back up to wrestle. That was the most Shotzi thing I can think of. It was very it cute. It really was. It was. I loved it. Very Shotzi. So Rhea retains ultimately, which is great. She did not retain her earplugs. Those went flying um as Rob. they are wont to do in like every match i can't like every time there's a ref like grabbing it and sticking it in their pocket <laughs> like she's gotta get sick of that right like so flinging out her earplugs all the time i wonder how many she's lost quite a few i'd imagine we should check ebay for lost rhea ripley earplugs <laughs> would they be smelly like you know how like ear piercing holes are smelly or earplugs oh my holes god smelly? I mean, they must be right because you've got to like sweat around the plug. I mean, my earrings sometimes smell yeah. disgusting when I take them out of my ears. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. <sighs> um, okay, okay. So let's get to the big news of the night. We have a big return. Oh, uh, we of sure a WWE do. superstar. Can I? Dad's been talking it up. This fucking segment <laughs> is the worst thing I've ever seen. It was I hated it. so long and yes. so boring yes. and so dumb. Ain't like, like moderately offensive to me. I'm just like, oh, shut the I fuck was, everybody. It was gross. It was really gross. So, okay. So Jinder Mahal <laughs> is the return. And I was like, this seems, I said, I said to spouse, I was like, there's going to be somebody else. There's going to be somebody bigger that comes out because there's be. no way in hell this is the return. So he comes out and he's like shitting all over the United States making some salient points i will say but so i was literally like okay i know this isn't popular but like i am kind of aligned with gender let him cook all i know right? i was like i'm with gender all of a sudden so i guess i'm a gender mahal fan at this point like i support the modern day maharaja it turns out <laughs> i mean he's like you guys are jingoists and i'm like all right now we're using the big words okay when he said and by the way that's a real word I just about <laughs> died. I was like, you know what? I like you for the first time in our extended <laughs> relationship, great. gender. Here's to you. I mean, he's doing the thing that like so many heels do right? where they're speaking the truth and everybody knows it. But like, well, Boo! yeah, <laughs> so, so of course, <laughs> of course, my prediction, because I'm really smart about wrestling comes true and a bigger superstar returns literally and figuratively yes it's the rock the rock is back fresh off his scandal about lying twice about his first time at in and out did you see this no so i think last week now the rock posted on instagram about his first time at in and out how his wife like and his the daughter restaurant? yeah like the the burger place okay his wife and daughter wanted in and out and he drove there and he went, he got it. But the thing is that a year ago he posted about his first time going to in and out. And a year before that, he also posted on Instagram about his first time going to in and out. There's a great Buzzfeed article about it. If you want to really learn more about this scandal. And he's legit trying to deny it. Well, I mean, he hasn't said anything about it. He just let it go, which oh. I, I'm guessing there might be a little turnover on the Rock's media team. 
because uh, I was hoping it'd just be a hilarious bit. Like every year, he's like, "No, oh, this is like time. a stupid thing where he's been like, yep, first time." It's like, buddy, it is not. There's no way you're living California. Like everybody goes in and out Burger all the time. That is like if I wheel up to Burger King and I'm like, "This is my first time having that maxi pad shaped chicken sandwich." No, it's not. I do it twice a month. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Burger King? What is this place all about? Mm. I think I'll try it. I mean, I think there are fast food places I probably haven't tried, but... Well, sure, but come I mean, on. I also don't annually like do my Burger post King virginity it? loss post. <laughs> I think we should start doing that. That's going to be a tradition of the podcast. Every First time, time eating at McDonald's. Every time we visit each other for WrestleMania, we will go to like the same fast food restaurant of our choice and okay. say that it is our first time and we're doing it in honor of our annual whatever. Okay. Absolutely. I you mean, heard it first, fans. Right. <sighs> so anyway. The Rock does a questionable Iron Sheik impersonation and it becomes all very rah rah USA. Yes. Uh, we learn that the rock is a medium and can talk to the spirit of Iron Sheik. So, like, I guess that's exciting. Look, if I was a medium, I would absolutely attempt to communicate through the veil with the Iron Sheik. Yeah, he probably has a lot of interesting things to say. His Twitter account was hilarious. Yeah, that thing was unhinged. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. Two hours later. Um, minimum minimum the rock finally gets to the fucking point and it sounds like he wants to take roman reigns title away from him it does sound like that um so when he started about eat where he was going to eat i was like oh god he's going to address the scandal head on <laughs> but then he did something much worse and was like how about i just come back and have a real boring match with roman reigns well i was thinking um i was you know i don't know when it was but i was just like I wonder what other family members think about Roman Reigns being the head of the table. Like, are they just going to drag in other old wrestlers from the family and have, them, hope so. have them fight Roman Reigns? That'd be amazing. Like the surviving wild Samoans, Rikishi. <laughs> Rikishi comes in and just stomps him. Rikishi's other kid who was a wrestler somewhere else. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Like they bring back, well, Nia Jax, I think is technically. Yeah. A distance. So, you know, what does she think about all this? Maybe she wants to fight Roman Reigns at Royal I will. That would be cool. I'd be fine watching that. That'd be amazing. I mean, I really love Roman and I don't want him to get hurt. So, no. <laughs> Any intergender wrestling, I'm like, yes, let's oh, do it. Oh, God. So, I don't know. What's this going to be? Like, is this going to be, are they trying to build this shit up for WrestleMania? I have a feeling that this is not going to be a WrestleMania match. I think this is what Roman's going to do with the Royal Rumble. Okay. There's no way The Rock is going to be like a constant presence between now and April. I don't see that happening either because I'm sure he has like seven movies to film. Right? He's got to like be in the gym at 2 a.m. every day. <laughs> he has an He's insane schedule. Got to lie about the restaurants he eats at. I do think it's really sweet though that like so often you hear things about wrestlers that just makes your hair curl because it's horrifying. And yeah. the thing The Rock is doing wrong is forgetting the fast food that he eats. That's pretty cute. Yeah, I mean. Comparatively. Yeah, I agree. But I, um, I really have no interest in seeing him fight Roman Reigns. And I feel like I'm the only wrestling fan in the world who's like, nah, bro, we can skip that. I don't have any real strong feelings about it. I, like, here's the thing. He's not going to take the title from him. So, no. And that's not to say there shouldn't be any matches that aren't championship matches, but or that, you know, you know what I mean? But it's kind of futile and it's just like it feels like a ratings grab and it will absolutely and... be a championship match with no chance of a championship yeah. exchange because The Rock is not going to come back and be a full time. Although, you know what? Roman, Roman Reigns, Reigns is not a full time Maybe champion. this is the perfect opportunity for him to return to the ring. Maybe everybody's oh, just going this way. Logan Paul, nobody's going to be around. That's what we do. Oh, we haven't seen him at all. Maybe he, I hope he's not at the Royal Rumble. Oh, I oh wait, is he going to be in the Royal Rumble? No, isn't he? Did he Are... proclaim himself? Well, we still have to determine who's going to face him for the title. Maybe that's what's going to happen at the Royal Rumble. Ugh. 
I think he's around this coming week. So I think he, I think Friday he's going to be around. I think I remember them talking about that for New Year's Revolution. New Year's. I don't that's know. Oh, that's, that's the NXT. Friday. I think. Oh no, I got you. I see what you mean. Yeah. I feel like Friday's SmackDown. Yeah, that's what like they're calling New Year's SmackDown. Revolution. Okay. So I suspect that what will happen is KO will win this tournament and face him at the Royal and Rumble. kill him. I hope so. Do it for us, KO. Snap off his stupid hands. Mm -hmm, Both of them. Yeah, I saw a clip where KO was on NXT and I was like, oh no. (laughs) It's like, please don't. Please don't send him down. (laughs) Please. I don't think you have to worry about that. I love him. I do too. So um, after this is sad to say, like, the content of the night I give the fewest shits about. I gave yeah. the fewest shits about. I think the crowd gave zero fucks. It was so depressing, honestly, and like lackluster. It made me sad because so it was Shayna, Shayna Baszler, and Zoe Stark tagging against Tegan Knox and Natalia. And I really like Shayna and Zoe. Yeah. But like, they're not a crowd favorite. Well, I think also it's unless you are an established crowd favorite, it's really hard to go out and have a context free match. Yep. I mean, you've got four incredible talents in this ring and it's just like, why are we doing this? What's happening? I don't Well, care. they're making them follow The Rock. It's like The Rock just like sapped all the energy out of everybody because they were so excited to see him. I feel like with the Roman Reigns aspect of his announcement, they should have just had him follow the main event. Yeah. Yeah. Just close. It's hard to top the rock. Yeah. So I all I said about this match, because it was not very long. It was fine. It was just like this seems like the match nobody cares about. And what bums me out is like Shayna and Zoe are really fun together, but neither of them have a really strong like standalone kind of personality that they can, I can see that. Yeah. That people are really gonna be like, Yeah, I love them. Mm-hmm. You know, like everybody, you know, I like nobody liked Chelsea Green for a while. Now everybody loves Chelsea Green because she's really funny and, you know. So <sighs> Zoe and Shayna win this match. I don't know. It was just kind of one of those matches where I was like, I feel bad for Tegan Knox. Like, what's happening with her? Mm-hmm. Poor Natalia's still just kind of like random person. <laughs> it was very whatever. Yeah. And I feel bad feeling like that because the women's matches are so important. Like, like the idea of them is so important right. and yet it's just like poop it was poop. Well, and I feel like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Like, oh, people tuned out during that match. It's like, yeah, I wonder why. Yeah. Why do you think you can't like trace that back to a source? Yeah. I don't know. So I, I also like to see Zoe and Shayna wrestle each other more. I know. Because I think I they're like fun they component, uh, opponents, components, Jesus. <sighs> Well, do you want to move on to the main event of the evening? I mean, I, I guess I'm ready to uh, take a trip down Grumpy Lane with Scotland's greatest hero. Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins mm-hmm. for the championship. Big night. Big night. I think Drew might have been less hairy. You know, I didn't notice. I apologize. So, you know, he's I he loves to take his shirt off. I feel like he has generally pretty robust chest hair yeah yeah it didn't seem very robust i don't know if it was the lighting it seems weird to me that he would suddenly be interested in modifying his body hair i mean obviously he can do what he wants with his body hair but i was like this is interesting maybe he's experimenting with new things maybe it's part of the cowboy aesthetic he's like cowboys don't have chest hair right they are smooth like a dolphin Mm -hmm. it helps them wrangle little doggies so much better absolutely when you're home home on the range you want to be (laughs) as slick as possible in the body (laughs) um again during this match they had picture in swiffer and i was extremely annoyed because sweeping away the actual interesting content it was so difficult for me and so sometimes what they do with picture and pizza is they'll like make it pretty small yes these felt Either it was the same size or bigger. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I was like, gang, I literally cannot. And I know this is the point, but I cannot pay attention to the match while this shit is happening. Like, 
and I know they're not doing like really super important stuff while these commercials are on, but it's still just like I'd like to watch the wrestling match. And I already sat through eight hundred commercials. Yeah, like enough. Like I've I've already made you enough money sitting through commercials. And honestly, sometimes if we've recorded a show, we'll fast forward through the parts of the match that are picture in picture because it's so hard to watch. It's just not worth it. I should start doing that, honestly, because nothing happens during those moments. No. And I just get mad. <laughs> it's real annoying. I got a question for you. Oh my God, I'd love to answer it. Hey, remember when at any moment Seth Rollins' back was going to shatter into a million pieces? Yes. He was absolutely about to die. I remember. I think we're the only be- ones who remember that. I think that Seth may have empowerful mented his way out of back fractures. It's just like not a thing. Cause there was a moment where he was like, ow, my back. That's like the only mention of it in I think three months. Well, he is a visionary. So maybe he envisioned a world in which his oh. back is not broken. He toughed his way out of it. He toughed his way out of it. He's like, I can be anything I want to be. And I want to be a man with a perfectly functional, healthy back. <laughs> I think he needs to start learning, like, or start uh, offering self-help seminars. I'll go to that. He, like so many of us, he is just a manifestation girly, okay? Yeah. He got out his crystals. He got out his journal. He lit a candle, and he <sighs> tapped into the power of the mind. This is the problem. I can't consistently journal. This is why I had to have shoulder surgery. <laughs> Look, Seth Rollins <laughs> is an elite athlete and an elite manifestation girly. You're just starting. Yeah, that's true. I've got a long road ahead of me. This time next year, you're going to be like six inches taller because you manifested it. Wow. Can you imagine? That would be so weird. (laughs) You're going to have a second left hand. You're going to be doing all kinds of crazy things with the power of positive thinking. Um, So this is a, I mean, this is a a good match, right? Like, obviously it was going to be a good match. These two are great. Um. My brain just shorted out for a second. Drew seemed very pissed off most of the because he, really <laughs> he is being grumpy. Um, but a hero appears on the horizon. Okay, <laughs> I want to say something, and I I say this as a really big Damien Priest fan. Um, this man is too dumb to cash in the money in the bank. <laughs> Like, Damien, why would you announce yourself with your theme music? Just march your ass to the ring and get rid of the briefcase. Don't be like, hey, guys, I'm here. What's up? I wonder what I came down here for. Oh, oh. He gives an R-Truth wink. You know what? I should have known. This is a man who thinks that saying something is south of heaven is a damning statement. (laughs) Damien, I love you, but I need you to work smarter, not harder, boobies. My biggest fear with this is that it, the briefcase, it's just going to run out of time. He's never going to get to cash it in. That and that's going to be like the saddest thing ever. Second saddest, he cashes in and loses. And I mean, he's not hes not showing a lot of promise for a successful no. cash in. No, he's not. I, I was looking this up. Well, spouse was looking this up on my behalf. There doesn't seem to be... And you might know this. Is there like an absolute announced deadline by when it has to be cashed in or they lose it because like when money in the bank rolls around again can you just have two senior money in the bank if that's if that's been a thing i don't remember it happening i don't either it would be great if he wanted again next year and had two briefcases wouldn't that be amazing and then there's like some fast back and forth where like he wins the title twice with briefcases in like one show that would be so he wins like raw and smackdown titles somehow Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. That'd be great. So um, he tries to cash in and Drew kicks him in the face. Very Drew. And is like, not today, Satan. Um, but ultimately, Seth retains, which was not a surprise at all. No. I. Is Seth Rollins bulletproof at this point? So I really let myself believe that Drew might do it on day one and then when damien came out i was like oh my god what's gonna happen is that drew is gonna win it and damien's gonna take it from him and (laughs) drew is gonna take us to the highlands of hatred 
and we're gonna see like unprecedented moors of the soul darkness yes and castles of <laughs> evil because he's just gonna be like on one and then that didn't happen i'm like this is getting no. a little anticlimactic it really is i said it i i felt bad because like good wrestling obviously but at the end i was like that was almost interesting like it didn't feel like drew had a chance and i really wanted him to have a chance and it again what are they gonna do with drew like that's the other one like yes he feels he's feeling b-list now and mm-hmm. they don't know what to do with him i also feel a little bit like okay we called this episode of raw day one yes and we build it as like it's a new year it's a game changer yes, who knows is. what could happen yeah. like nothing nothing happened nothing <sighs> dear dad if you're going to call something day one right. make it a reason to, beyond the fact that it's the first day of the fucking year like right i don't know i have something cool happen there i think there should have been like a big upset in something. some area of the show I, it had to be more special than it was yeah it didn't it didn't feel very special it didn't feel like a big deal and i felt like they were making it just felt like another episode of raw and they were making such a big deal out of being day one it felt like a very mid episode of raw yeah so that does not dampen my hopes for the year um i'm gonna despite how grumpy i am about wrestling when we talk about it i still love it and i'm still optimistic for fun things ahead well so that's the thing raw could be much worse week after week and i'd still be here with you complaining about it <laughs> having the time of my life complaining about it yeah thanks uh, dad thanks for everything dad but if you could do it a little bit better and more to our yeah. taste that would be- i don't know maybe listen to us some more there was a while there where you were really taking our feedback and putting it to good use and now it feels like maybe someone else is in your ear and quite frankly that person is boring and stupid dad i would also like to note that another holiday season has gone by and there are still not wwe tarot cards in the shop so yeah you're really letting me down it is more than a full year since we raised this issue yeah no action on this at all it was 2022 when we brought this up, Dad. Now it's two more than that, okay? 2024, that's what that means, Dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's no longer day one. It's like day 470. Yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about regarding day one? I don't think so. I mean, honestly, I think we've made the best of a kind of dull situation in our I discussion think so too. of it. I'm happy to be back in the saddle. Yeah, me too. Feels good to be doing the show again. Right? Like we're together. We're watching wrestling. Your shoulder is healing. I don't have COVID. Things are on the upswing for us. Thank you for listening. We hope 2024 is good to you. And we also hope that you find someone as loyal to you as our truth is to the Judgment Day. 